like to talk to you this morning and ask you the question, what are you full of? You know, in this season that we, we've been going through, we may be full of many things. We may be full of fear. We may be full of frustration. We may be full of hurt or anger, maybe peace or overflowing with kindness, maybe sadness and grief have come into your life. We may be full of hope. There can be many things that we're full of. And I just wanted to encourage you in this season that we're in, don't throw away where you're at or where you've been at. Don't allow it to take you to a place or to drain you of the goodness that's been in you. It's, it's almost like a car. You know, we fill them up with fuel, but if we put the wrong fuel in a car, then we're going to have a problem, especially if you put petrol in a diesel car. It can completely destroy the engine. The, the car just won't go. And, and it needs an awful lot of work. Maybe a whole new engine needs putting in to actually fix the car so you can put fuel in it again to actually make it go. And that's a little bit like us. Dependent on what we're putting into our lives and the things that we take in, it, it can affect then how we work and how we operate. And if we're taking in the wrong things and things that aren't good for us and things that aren't meant to help us to, to go and to grow, then then those things will actually stop us in our tracks. You know, we may need a whole new refit as a person because of what's gone into us in this season. And I just want to encourage you, don't put the wrong fuel into you at this time. Think about what you're doing. Think about what you're full of. Think about what you're filling yourself with. Make sure you're putting the right fuel in. And you know, many of us in this season can be putting the wrong food in by just keep going and eating because we can't leave the fridge alone or you know we keep watching the news or keep watching these different things that are telling us well this is why this is happening and it's not always helpful for us have a think about what you're sowing into your life on a physical level on a practical level but also on a spiritual level on a mental health level what are you putting in to help you and to help you to go and to help you to grow in Hebrews, Paul is writing a letter to the church and he talks about things that are good to be full of. So I'm going to read it to you and we're going to take some ideas from that today. Hebrews 10, 22 to 25 in the message version says this. So let's do it full of belief, confident that we are presentable inside and out. Let's keep a firm grip on the promises that keep us going. He always keeps his word. Let's see how inventive we can be in encouraging love and helping out. Not avoiding worshipping together, as some do, but spurring each other on, especially as we see the big day approaching. What do we learn from that? We learn that God doesn't change. God stays the same. Our circumstances may be very different. Your life at times and in seasons may change for the better or for the worse. But no matter what we go through, no matter what season we find ourselves in, God doesn't change. God stays the same. God is there and he wants to relate to you. He wants to help you grow. He wants you to worship him and connect with him. You know, and maybe if you're listening and, and you don't know Jesus, he wants to start that relationship with you. And you've got every opportunity to do that or just simply to ask some more questions. You can go on our website and click on the link about salvation and getting to know Jesus and someone will get in touch with you. Or if you're listening to church online, click the link when it comes up that says, I, I want to know Jesus. Put your hand up and say, yeah, I do. And we'll journey with you. People will be in touch with you. You don't have to do that alone. 
And despite our circumstances being different, God is still the same. God loves you and wants to be with you. And I just want to hit on seven things that I think that Paul is telling us to be in this Hebrews passage. The first one is this, be motivated. In verse 22, it says, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's be motivated. Let's get up. It's so hard some days to motivate yourself, to get yourself going. Maybe you've been homeschooling, maybe working from home, working in a different way, maybe going to work and it's been more difficult or or confusing or there's been change with that. Maybe you've been furloughed or maybe you've lost your job. There could be many scenarios that you face, but God, I believe, wants to say to you, be motivated no matter where you find yourself. Let's do this no matter where you are. Make positive use of your time and your circumstances because there are positive things that can come out of them if we only choose to be motivated and work forward and do the right thing. You know, many of us talk about having a dip and you may have had a number of dips through this last season and it can be really difficult because when you find yourself in the dip, it just feels like it's never going to end and Actually, I'm not coping with this and I don't know what to do. But you always come out of a dip. The dip isn't meant to last forever. So I want to encourage you. Keep going. Keep believing. Keep hoping. Keep looking for the positive things. Like Paul spoke about a few weeks ago. Be thankful. Find the things you can be thankful for. Those are all things that can help you ride out of the dip. And you know, if you find yourself in a dip today, that's okay. Don't be too hard on yourself. It's okay to have a difficult day. It's okay to feel low, but invite God into that difficult day. Invite your friends and family into it, not to make them feel worse, but so they can help you and encourage you because you've been honest and open with them. Go again, be motivated to work your way out of that dip and just be aware that you may dip again and just be ready and prepared to move through it. You know, let Jesus lift you. Let him be your motivation. Let him help you in this season. The second thing that I believe that Paul's talking to us and he wants us to be, and this is a bit of a cheat really, but I've gone for this one. Believe. Believe. It says in Hebrews, full of belief. You know, belief is what we accept as being true. What are you accepting as being true today? Is it the positive things that you're hearing or maybe the negative things that you're hearing? Are you full of fear or are you full of hope? Are you full of doubt or are you full of faith? Faith in the Bible says it can move mountains. It can do miracles. We can see amazing things. Yet if we allow ourselves to be full of doubt, it can make mountains. It can turn molehills into huge Mount Everest in our life. And we just focus on them. And I want to encourage you, let God help you to see the bigger picture, not the bigger picture of making that that molehill into a mountain, but the bigger picture of who he is, that he is bigger, that he is stronger, that he is love, that he is with us. You know, it all depends on what you look at. And the more you look at something, the bigger it can get in your life. But if we believe, if we accept as true that God is with us, that there are good things in our life, that we're thankful for things and we focus on those things, then instead of seeing the rain clouds, we see the rainbow. And the rainbow has been an amazing symbol in this last season for all of us as a nation and around the world. And I want to encourage you, look out for the rainbows in your rain clouds because they're there. Don't let the first thing you see is, oh, it's going to rain. Let the first thing you see is, oh, it looks a bit dark. There's a bit of sun. 
Where's the rainbow? And look for it and find it. Believe for something good. Believe for something better. The third one is this. Be confident. It says in Hebrews, confident that we're presentable inside and out. You know, some of us don't have a great deal of confidence. We struggle. We, we, we don't look at ourselves well. Some of us are full of confidence and, and can take on the world. Some of us pretend we're confident and we come across confident, yet underneath we're struggling and finding it difficult. No matter where you are on that scale of things, I want to say this to you. Confidence comes through God. And if we can be confident in him and who he is, if we can be confident in Jesus and that he's for us, if we know that Jesus died on the cross, he rose again and, and he's forgiven us our sins and there's a way to heaven because of him, then we can be confident of that. We can be confident that no matter what we do, we do it because he is with us, that he is for us and he is helping us. So it almost brings a bit of a relief that actually I don't need to build myself up to be this person or get to this place. Actually, all I need is more God in my life. All I need is to invite Jesus in to help me. And, and as we do that, then you realise I am good enough because I'm good enough in him. I can do it because I can do it through him. And suddenly our lives take on a whole new way of operating and a whole new way of seeing ourselves and seeing our circumstances because we're confident because of who he is in us, not in our own strength. Be confident. Confident that we're presentable inside and out. He loves you no matter what you've done, no matter where you're at, no matter what you're doing right at this moment. Be confident that in Jesus there is hope for your circumstances, there is hope for a better life and there is hope for something new and fresh for you. So be motivated, believe, be confident. The fourth one is this, be unshakable. It says in Hebrews, keep a firm grip on the promises that keep us going. He always keeps his word. What are you building on? Are you building on people, circumstances, a job, financial security? Because at some point, and that may have happened to you recently, and if it hasn't, it could happen in the future. At some point, those things will not hold you up. Those people will not hold you up. Those circumstances, that financial security will not hold you up. Storms come, things happen. And, and we find that we're no longer on a solid foundation. The only solid foundation I have found in my life through trials and tribulations is Jesus. So no matter what comes at you, no matter what storm comes, no matter how the ground shakes at times, if you stand on Jesus Christ, he is immovable, he is unshakable, he is undaunted and he stands firm and resolute. And because you stand with him and stand on him, that chief cornerstone, then you can be unshakable. Despite how you feel, it's not about your feelings. Your feelings can go all over over the place and wobble and cause you to wobble your thoughts can go all over the place and think this and think that but if you stand on Jesus if you have faith in him if you invite him into your difficulties then you can stand unshakable in and through your circumstances his promises never fail his promises are the things that keep us going and if you don't know what all those promises are they're in the bible and you may think well, that's a big book to be reading go on google Google the promises of God and you will find many lists 
that tell you what those promises are. And you can begin to, to meditate on them and recite them and say, I'm going to believe this promise. It's going to help me to be unshakable in this season where I'm feeling lonely. I'm going to believe the promise where God says he'll never leave me, that I know I'm not alone. I'm going to stand on that. So this loneliness, you're not going to shake me anymore. I'm not going to fall apart anymore. God is with me and I'll never be alone. Find those promises, stand on them and declare them in your life. The next B I've got for you is be inventive. You know, I've seen so many amazing inventive things in this season. It says in Hebrews, encouraging love and helping out. People have been loving and helping out and encouraging and it's just been fantastic. So many people doing so many different things that have encouraged and blessed other people. I hope that you've had letters or cards through the post. I hope maybe gifts people have brought you or sent you. I hope maybe through some sort of video chat it's encouraged you. And those inventive ways that we found in the season that we've been going through have been helpful and encouraging keep looking for it keep looking how you can add value and as things begin to change and 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 we begin to operate differently keep continuing to be inventive what can i do within the current guidelines what can work how can i be inventive to help me be full but also to help other people feel full of love because i've called feel full that god is with them because i did this Keep going, keep being inventive. You're doing an amazing job as it is, but keep doing it and keep thinking of new things to do. The next one is this, be together. It says in Hebrews, don't avoid meeting together. You know what? This is meeting together. We may not be in the same room, but we're still meeting together. Every time you write on those comments on Church Online or on Facebook, that's meeting together. That's you interacting with me and me interacting with you. That's a togetherness that we have. Every time you turn up for your small group Zoom chat, that is being together. That's not giving up on meeting together. Well, we can't meet together as we normally would, but it's not going to stop us. We're still going to meet together. We're still going to support each other. We're still going to cheer each other on and rally around each other. Keep doing it. Together is not just about me or about you, but it's about what we can bring to other people, what we bring when we say hi in the comments, what we bring when we turn up to a small group or maybe to Alpha, what we bring into those things blesses and encourages other people in the same way that they can bless and encourage us. Be together. It may not be like usual church, but we're still together. And if you're joining with us online, it is fantastic to have you with us. Thank you for being together with us today. And the last one, the seventh B that I've got for you this morning is be a lifter. It says in Hebrews, spur each other on. Our focus for 2020 as a church is being lift. And we've talked about God lifting us out of hard times and difficult times. We've talked about lifting and supporting one another and the different things that we can do. What can we see that we can do? How can we help? What can we do where God can change and transform our lives because he moves us from where we were to where he wants us to be? And, you know, we all need lifting at times. A couple of weeks ago, I spoke on being stronger together and um, we were setting everything up and setting the camera up. And as we'd sorted it out, it just it just didn't really work because all you could get was really sort of from my nose up. And for those who've never met me in person, I'm not very tall, which, you know, it's a bit harsh. People who meet me, they, they know that 
I could get away with you thinking I'm tall, but you know, I'm not. I'm really quite short. And so what my wonderful husband did to just help me feel so much better was went outside, got a pallet, brought it into our living room and got me to stand on it. So it was just the right height for the camera and the lighting and everything else that he wanted to set up. We all need lifting at times because when we are lifted and in the right position, we can see other people. When we're lifted in the right position, they can see us. When we're lifted and in the right position, we can actually encourage and help and say hi to people. And it's because we've been lifted and elevated and the view for others to see us so we can help them and for us to see them to help them is better. I had to be lifted so you could see me share that message. In the same way, we all need lifting at times so that we can encourage and support one another. Let God keep lifting you. Don't think that you don't need lifting. Do you know what today? It's even worse. I'm standing on the base of our bed. I've gone like a few pallets up today to talk to you. But I just want to connect with you and I want to be able to encourage you. So let God lift you. Let other people lift you. Share your difficulties. Share your heartbreaks. Because when you do, people can lift you and hold you and support you. And from that place, you can be a blessing and an encouragement to other people. Be a lifter and let people lift you. So to conclude this morning, I want to ask you these two questions. What are you going to be full of? And the other one, what are you going to put in your engine? Be full of Jesus. And if you've never started that journey with Jesus, you can do that right now. If you're on Church Online, you can click that button and say, I'd like to get to know Jesus. If you're listening on Facebook or YouTube, you can go across to our website and you can fill in a form about getting to know Jesus. And someone will be in touch with you and talk you through that and talk to you about any questions or or anything that you've got. We would love to connect with you. We would love for you to start that journey and be full of Jesus and let him help you and bring positivity to your life. For those of you who know Jesus, let him be your all in all. Let him fill you to overflowing let him come and be everything that you need so what overflows from you is motivational is full of belief is confident is unshakable is inventive is bringing people together and is lifting we can do this we can support one another we can keep going we can be so full of him that in this season we have no doubts and fears let him help you let him lift you let him fill you let him be the fuel in your end so on those days where you dip on those days where it's difficult that he can come and fill you so you are ready and raring to go so that you've got everything you need to equip you for your job or your homeschooling or whatever you are doing you are full and equipped with him and with the fuel that he brings to your life and let him hold you together let him be your peace and let him be your joy let me pray for you this morning Father God, I thank you that you want to fill us. I thank you that you want to be the fuel in the engine of our lives. And I pray that right now this morning, you would fill us up to overflowing, that we would be full and motivated, that we would be full of belief, that we would be full and confident, that we would be full unshakable, that we would be full and inventive, that we would be full as we look at being together, that we would be full so that we can be lifted and we can lift other people. God, fill us with your fuel so that in our engines we are ready and raring to go into this next week, whether we're working or whatever we're doing. Fill us so that we are full and ready to go, God, I pray today. In Jesus' name, amen. Keep letting him fill you up this week.